What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Welcome to the show. And on the line right now, I got my cousin, Jacob, Jacob Gambuzzi. How's it going, Jacob? I'm lying. I'm not really here right now. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Jacob, what can the Lakers do this season to impress you? Because I know you kind of criticize LeBron here and there. Right, I expect the ring. Le- LeBron took all year off last year, well, at least half the year off, once he had to realize he wasn't really going to make playoffs. He almost made it happen himself on purpose. So I expect him to just come out like a dog. I expect him to be pit bull chasing everybody, running shit down, alley-oops. I expect nothing less than a 55 win season. Yeah, Jake, I totally agree with you on there. Um, Lakers need to win this year or it's going to be a complete failure. I know Jeannie Buss put this team together and Magic Johnson. A lot of people think, I, a lot of people that I know say I should praise Magic. And you're right, I will praise Magic Johnson. He's the one that got rid of those contracts, the Timothy Mozgov, but he had to get up DeAndre Russell, which is understandable. Got off the books and he got LeBron and AD. He said he was going to get two superstars. He did, but here's the thing the Mets get this Laker Nation. And everybody's saying Magic Johnson, Guy Anthony Davis. It wasn't Magic Johnson. It was the Lakers. So, like, everybody needs to understand. Magic Johnson didn't make that trade. It was Rob Palinka, Linda Rambis, Jeannie Buss, Tim Harris. All those people in the front office did the trade. Magic Johnson left. He stepped down. So, I don't know why people think that he did that trade. Oh, I got Lakers got Anthony Davis because of Magic. No. The front office did the trade. Now, we have AD. And I understand people like the Magic... Him being in the front office, I get that. But sometimes it kind of is a blessing in disguise him stepping down in a way because there's not all this speculation all the time, us in the news about something. And I feel like, like Matt Barnes said, he says this is blessing in disguise for us. But um, <clears throat> so for you, Jacob, how do you think the Lakers bench is going to step up this year in the fourth quarter? Uh, I think they're going to bring a lot of intensity, bro. I mean, uh, we got a good defense. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Jacob, but here's the thing. Rondo, not Rondo. The Lakers might have a star lineup of in the bench. Uh, Avery Bradley. Actually, excuse me. Uh, Caruso, Avery Bradley, Kuzma. So, so do you have, you have KCP over Avery Bradley starting? Yeah. Why, I've, why do you think that? And what was the question? Why, why do you think um, KCP should start over Avery Bradley? In the, on the second unit? Or the, Oh, Danny Green. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, Laker Nation. Dan- Danny, I always forget, Danny Green's an under-the-radar under signing. It's like Avery Bradley, too, so it's going to be a competition. for And people need and, pe- and people need to stop uh, bashing Frank Vogel. He's a great coach. 
he gets his guys to play for him hard. I know we got Lionel Hollins too as an assistant coach. Uh, Lionel Hollins has that veteran leadership that will hold LeBron accountable, hold Anthony Davis accountable. He ain't scared. He did it with Zebo and Mark Gasol, Tony Allen, Mike Conley, Vince Carter. I'm hoping uh, maybe Jason Kidd can help, you know, push push the Antetokounmpo brother, maybe, you know, develop him, and maybe losing Brandon Ingram won't be so bad if we get another stretch big like that or stretch guard like that. Yeah, losing Brandon Ingram was tough, but yeah, Jason Kidd can develop players. He did it with Kumpo, and we got Kumpo's brother. I don't know his name fully, but I know it's the brother of Yantasan Kumpo. So he's going to be in the G League a lot this year. And he has potential, but he could be a trade chip to throw in there. And obviously, y'all know the news about Dwight Howard. Um, Jay, I know my cousin likes the Lakers, obviously, so I'm going to throw this to him. So, Jacob, what do you think about the Dwight Howard signing? Do you like it, hate it, or it's just whatever? Because it's a non-guaranteed contract. Yeah, I'm on the fence about it, to be honest. Um, I definitely think we needed it, player-wise, roster-wise, after Mark's Cousins. Yeah, um, I agree with that, Jacob. And here's the thing, though. For me, I think that Dwight should come off the bench because uh, Dwight brings intensity, block shots, gets rebounds, and he's very good at setting good screens. So if you set a good screen, you get Dwight Howard running the lane, and LeBron can throw you a lob, and LeBron's going to make Dwight Howard shine because LeBron makes teammates better. I know that Dwight Howard contract is non-guaranteed because if it's non-guaranteed, it doesn't come on the Lakers salary cap, he can get he can get cut at any time. And Lakers told him, "Don't be messing around with us. Don't be playing around in the locker room." And he did talk to Rondo, Anthony Davis, Danny Green, cousins about being Lakers again. Like he went up to him and said, "Can I'm gonna come back? Can you guys trust me?" And they rolled with it, and they see a different attitude in Dwight Howard. And this, I'm very excited for the season. And uh, for me, if we don't win a championship, it's going to be a complete bust. But if we win an NBA championship, I'll be celebrating with the Lakers. Um, me and my cousin and my brother will be down there looking for Genie Bus. But uh, I want to end this big baby Jonathan Sports Podcast show. Jacob, thanks for coming on, man. Go ahead and give out your following. Um, it's Gambuzi, G-I-A-M-B-U-Z-Z-I underscore underscore on Instagram. And uh, that's about it. Check it out. All right, Jacob, thanks for coming on. And uh, that's a wrap for the episode. Talk to you guys later.